October 22nd, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. This letter is from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, sent out to tell others about the life he has promised through faith in Christ Jesus. It is written to Timothy, my dear son, may God our Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. Timothy, I thank God for you. He is the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I know that you sincerely trust the Lord, for you have the faith of your mother Eunice and your grandmother Lois. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So you must never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for Christ. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the proclamation of the good news. It is God who saved us and chose us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was His plan long before the world began, to show His love and kindness to us through Christ Jesus. And now He has made all of this plain to us by the coming of Christ Jesus our Savior, who broke the power of death and showed us the way to everlasting life through the good news. And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. And that is why I am suffering here in prison. But I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of right teaching you learned from me, and remember to live in the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. With the help of the Holy Spirit, who lives within us, carefully guard what has been entrusted to you. As you know, all the Christians who came here from the province of Asia have deserted me. Even Phygelus and Hermogenes are gone. May the Lord show special kindness to Onesiphorus and all his family, because he often visited and encouraged me. He was never ashamed of me because I was in prison. When he came to Rome, he searched everywhere until he found me. May the Lord show him special kindness on the day of Christ's return. And you know how much he helped me at Ephesus. Maybe you need to rename your storm. Yeah, it sucks. But this is going to be sanctifying. Yeah, it's hard. But somehow healing's coming out of this. Mark 36, part B, it says, leaving the crowds behind. See, when you're going to not be impressive, that means you're going to have to divorce your identity from the crowd. Leaving the crowds behind. I need to give you this point because some of you won't be able to make it past this moment if I don't give it to you. If you're going to dwell in the deep, your boat is not built for everybody. Leaving the crowds, what did I say? Behind. 
The Bible says distinctly that other boats followed, but it said that the boat that Jesus had started them out on, everybody was not able to get on that boat. I bet there was a lot of people in the crowd that wanted to get on the boat when Jesus said, hey, I got a mission for us. Let's go to the other side. And literally, they said they moved out leaving the crowd behind. I keep saying leaving the crowd behind because I believe that God is asking some of you to do that very thing if you're going to dwell in the deep. Leave the crowd behind. Who is on your boat who's weighing you down? Everybody's not going to the deep with you. And you will delay your destination trying to bring a committee to what God called you to. Do you know where I would be right now if I waited for everybody that I thought was supposed to be with me to come with me on this journey? Do you know how many people would still be wandering and drifting if I needed the cosign of everybody else when I already had the cosign of heaven? Your boat is not built for everybody. And the most spiritual thing that you may do this year because you're going to the deep is delete them. I'm not talking about if you see them out, you don't, you don't say hello and be cordial. And I'm not talking about cancel culture. I'm talking about concentrated culture. Do you know that if you are distracted, you cannot reach your destiny in adequate time? And so what God is telling you right now is I don't want you to be into cancel culture. I need you to be in concentrated culture. Do you know when a horse, a thoroughbred runs in the Indy, uh, not Indy 500, what do they call it? The Preakness or the, um, um, what is it called? The Kentucky Derby, those horses are worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. They have a $15 piece of equipment that they put on their eyes to allow the peripheral vision to be cut off so that they can be concentrated on their lane and the finish line. And I believe that in this year, God is asking us to be concentrated on our lane and the finish line. And that means that everybody can't get on the boat and go to the deep. 